Hare Krishna. Theoretically, we are live now. Okay, it is um, July 11th, 2021. So, we have some very interesting verses today, continuing about the amazing birth of Parikshit Maharaj, saved by Lord Vishnu personally. We're starting with one twelve ten. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So one twelve ten. Astrate Jag. Sagadaya niharam eva gopatihi vidhamantam sannikarshe paryaikshata kaityasau. So, astratejak means the fire, the, the power of the astra, of the weapon thrown by Aswatthama. So, astratejak, so Krishna. Swagadaya by with his club. Gada means club. So Gadadhara, not Gadadhara. Gadadhara, the name of one of Lord Chaitanya's most intimate associates, means uh, the one who holds the club. Gadadhara. So here, Swagadaya with his own club. Uh, and then uh, Niharam Eva Gopati. Here's an Eva. An analogy, like the sun uh, dispels nihara. Prabhupada translates it here as drops of dew. It can also mean fog or mist, or also dew. So just like the sun burns through the fog, burns through the mist, uh, and just just uh, it and makes it vanish so that you can have a very like a cloudy day or mist or fog. And then when the sun burns through, suddenly it's blue sky. So it just completely eradicates it. So that's the idea. Niharamiva Gopati. Gopati is interesting. It's the word for sun. And to understand this, go means, of course, cow, but also means other things. It also means stars. Because the poetic idea in the Rig Veda was that just as there are great herds of cows, we can imagine that many, many thousands of years ago, the time of the Vedas, uh, there were these great herds of cows roaming about um, the land. And so when you see all the stars in the sky, especially if you ever actually see all the stars, because nowadays there's so much um, pollution and what, what astronomers call light pollution, so it's really rare for most people, unless they live in a very special place, it's very rare for most people to actually see all the stars. When you do, there's just, it really fills the sky. And so the stars fill the sky. So therefore, the stars were poetically compared with herds of cows. Like there's just these limitless herds, rebaño in Spanish or Portuguese, just these herds of, um, of stars. And so the sun being the Lord of the stars, uh, Gopati, 
So that's the, the idea for that word, which is which means sun here. So just as the sun, vidhamantam, uh, the act of vanishing, Prabhupada says, and uh, it's an interesting word. So I'll go to the dictionary. So you, it, the, the verb is vidham. V is a prefix, vidham, which in Sanskrit uh, means to blow away, to scatter, disperse, destroy. So uh, here the idea is blowing away, scattering, dispersing this astrategus, this uh, power of the weapon thrown by this fire, this burning weapon thrown by Svatama. So vidhamantam sannikarshe, sannikarshe means very close. So, so Vishnu was actually very close to this embryo who was about to take birth as we'll see in, in the next verse or two, that it was uh, in, in Sanskrit, we say nine months in our, because we use the solar calendar. So it's nine solar months is a normal pregnancy. Whereas uh, a normal pregnancy would be 10 lunar months because they're shorter. So Parikshit Maharaj was just about to come out of the womb. And so, uh, Suddenly, Krishna comes to this club and he's just burning away or driving away all the power of this weapon. And then, and here's a very interesting word, pariyakshata, kaitiyaso. So this is a play on Parikshi's word, uh, name, his name, because the, 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 um, the name Parikshi comes from pari, which means like around, all around, and each, which means to look, to look around literally. So here it says, party, this is just the past tense of that verse, uh, parich, and so it means pariyachita, he looked around. So it's interesting, he looked around in a sense, that's the etymology of his name, therefore he's parichi, because when he first saw the Lord, he looked around like, what is going on here in the womb? And who is this person? So because he was, and so therefore parich, uh, this verb, pariich, also can mean uh, to search for, I'll, I'll tell you actually, uh, give you the meaning from the dictionary because it's interesting and it is the source of Parichi's name. So this verb, Parichi, means to look around, inspect carefully, to examine, to observe, to perceive. So Parichi was observing, examining, he was finding out, he was inspecting carefully, he was looking all around and what why was he looking around? Because that's the name of Who indeed is, is that? So Kaitiyasel uh, means he said, who is that? Who is that? So that's how he was, he was examining. He was investigating as this little, of course, as a great soul, just a 10 lunar months old. And so Prayaikshita, Kaitiyasel, cause who? Who indeed is this? Who is that? And so he's looking around like this. Uh, then Viduya Tarameyatma Bhagavan Dharma Gupti Bhu Mishato Dashama Sasyata Trivantar the Dehari. So Viduya, uh, Vidutya shaking off all that that danger, that weapon. Viduya, uh, it, it's a word which is used in the Bhagavatam as a synonym for purification. And literally, the uh, 
be do this verb means to shake about move to and fro like sometimes like you shake a rug to get all the dust off of it so to shake off drive away scatter disperse remove destroy so all that is this verb so we do you so the lord doing that um and ameya ameya means immeasurable from the verb ma to measure, and then from which we get matra, like from which we get words like metric, meter, and so on and so forth, measure. So meya means measurable, ameya means immeasurable. So ameya atma, the immeasurable soul, which is kind of an ironic statement because as we know, Krishna was just a thumb measure, right? He was just a, a thumb measure uh, and yet this little form of Vishnu, a, sum, a, a thumb measure, is actually a, an immeasurable soul. So this immeasurable soul shaking off, destroying that weapon, Bhagavan, the Lord, Dharma Gu, protector of Dharma, Vibhu, the Almighty, Mishato Dasha So Dasha means 10, that's where we get words like decimal, right? decimal system, system of tens, or um, decade, decade, 10 years, decade, 10 years. So, and masa is month. So, dasha masasya, of that 10-month-old child who is mishataha, who is looking on. So, mishato, so this 10-month-old baby still in the womb is just looking wide you know, just looking at all this. So as he was looking on, Parikshi, Tatraiva, right there. Tatra means there, and Tatraiva means right there, right there. Antar the day, Hari, the Lord vanished. And the word for vanished, Antar the day, is interesting. Literally, he placed himself within. Like, like, uh, under, he, he, to place within. It's like there's sort of space, the external world that we can see, and there's the notion of there's inner space. And so to sort of be placed or place yourself within, not in the external visible world, is a very common way to say that someone disappeared. So right there, Hari vanished, right there. As the 10-month-old baby was looking on. Mishato dashamasasya. So that's that verse. Then, um, tatak sarvaguno darke sanukula grahodaye. Very interesting. Jajne or jagye vangsha dharak pandur bhuyak pandur ivo So, tatak thereupon, then, sarvaguno darke sanukula grahodaye. When there was a an udaya arising, literally, aya means going, ud means up, so an upgoing, arising and arising of uh, graha planets or constellations, Prabhupada says, which are sa anukula. Uh, kula means kind of like the current or the the bank, and so it, it, it's like. Um, it's a word which Bhakti you know, Thakur uses or, 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 to say, or is it Rupa Goswami to say like favorable. 
like anukulyasya uh, sankalpa, accepting what is favorable for devotional service. So the word for favorable, anukulya, is from this anukula. So, uh, which means sort of following the current. So let's look it up in the dictionary quickly. Anukula means following the bank. It's like the bank. So in other words, or following the slope. So in English, you say things like going with the grain, like the grain of the wood and not going against the grain. So uh, the way you say that kind of going with the flow, literally going with the flow is anukula. And so devotional service, which kind of goes with the flow and goes, which means uh, not just go, it goes with the flow in the sense that it's consistent, it's coherent. It's going in the right, it's going the right way. You're not trying to swim against the current. You're sort of going with the, the flow of Krishna consciousness. So that is, that is anukula or anukulia, which means to be in that state and it's translated as favorable. Uh, anukulyasya sankalpa, and then the opposite of anukula is pratikula, counter flow, going against the current, going against the flow. So then uh, another thing which is good for devotional service is pratikulyasya varjanam, giving up everything which is unfavorable. We translate it unfavorable. Literally, it's pratikulya, that which goes against the current, that which goes against the flow, against the natural order of things. So those are the words. So here, in this verse, we have the word sa with anukula. Uh, so with favorable grahudaye. So with the rising of sort of the favorable planets, of planets that go with the current of a great life, of what everyone wants and expects, what everyone needs Parikshi to be. So it's going along with that. And uh, so planets which indicate all these favorable signs are now rising. And uh, they are planets which uh, Arka, uh, Udarka, Sarvaguna Udarka, uh, sort of portend. The word portend in English uh, means, for those who don't know this word, to be a sign or warning that something especially momentous or calamitous is likely to happen. So it sort of predicts, it's an indication, it's a harbinger. A harbinger is a, a person or thing that announces or signals the approach of something of another thing. So uh, that's sort of Udarka. Arka interestingly means the sun or a light because this word Arka, like, uh, what is that, that famous verse? Puran Arka that the Bhagavatam is called the Purana sun is rising, the Purana sun. So now that Krishna has left for his abode, the sun of this Purana, the Bhagavatam is now rising. So, uh, so Arka means sun and it comes from the root arch. It's the same root from which we get the word Archana, which means worship or deity worship. So the, these things are, I, I find very interesting. Uh, so the word arka from the root arch, which also means to glow. So arka can be a ray, a flash of lightning. It can mean the sun, which is of course the source of all the rays and flashes in our world or fire. 
And uh, and then if we look at the root, it comes from the word art, from which we get archa, deity worship, artanum. You all know that word. So art can mean uh, to honor or treat with respect or to praise, hence archana, honoring or respecting the deity or glorifying the deity, which comes to mean deity worship, archana. It can also mean to uh, something which shines, and therefore it means ar- from there you get arca, the sun. So udarka, udarka literally means like the light is coming up or the sun, like the sun rise, literally. And so it means something that indicates stuff that's going to happen, stuff that's going to happen. So it can be the future result of actions, consequences, future time, uh, a happy future, a happy future. So it's it's indicating that something good is about to happen. So that's the word of Darka. Give you an idea. So all this is going on in the Sanskrit. So this is Sarvaguna Udarke. So then when there was this indication happy indication of sarvaguna of all good qualities that sarvaguna that parikshi would have all good qualities the word guna in sanskrit um just like the word quality in english it can mean a good quality like a quality product a quality anything quality person or it can just mean it can have a a neutral sense like yeah this person has you know some good qualities some bad qualities so it's just like that in sanskrit the word guna so with the rising of all these favorable planets, which are giving a happy indication that the king will have all good qualities, Jagye, he took birth. Preacher took birth. Vangsha Dharak, as the sustainer of his dynasty, the, the Kuru or Pandava dynasty. It's interesting because uh, Ashwatthama, through his weapon specifically to end, to annihilate the Pandava line. And yet he failed. And so therefore, Parichi is taking birth as Vangsha, the dynasty, Dharak, as the one who sustains the dynasty and so and, and who therefore personifies the failure of Ashwatthama to end the dynasty. The word Vangsha is also interesting. I mean, Sanskrit is just a very interesting language. Vangsha means bamboo, like Christians called Vangshidhara. So Vangshi means uh, something made of bamboo, not a Vangsha, which in this case is a flute. It's a bamboo flute. So Dhara, Krishna, so it's interesting. Krishna is Vangshidhara, and here we have the word Vangshidhara, kind of a play on the words here. So because, so if you look at bamboo, it grows and then there's a knot and then there's another growth and a knot and then, and then it spreads out. So you have all these little bamboo shoots coming up, these pipes. And so therefore the word Vangsha is like a dynasty because you have all these, all these different segments or you know, these different uh, people taking birth and you know, separated by time, separate this person, that person, and then it spreads out and the dynasty grows. And so for obvious reasons, uh, a dynasty is compared to a bamboo plant. If you've ever seen them, they grow aggressively and in segments and they, they expand. 
So that's so Vangsha also means dynasty, and here Prakshit is said to be he that he that he took birth as the one who will sustain the dynasty Pandur of Pandu, of Pandu, and Buya Pandur. And he is again Pandu. He he's like again, he's like Pandu, Ojasa by his power, by his potency, by his prowess, Ojasa, with his power, he is like Pandu coming again. And if, of course, Pandu is not talked about as much in the Bhagavatam. He's talked about more in the Mahabharata. So if you read the description of Pandu in the Mahabharata, you'll see he was, well, to use the uh, common slang, one tough dude. He was, uh, he was very, very powerful, very, very powerful person who held back the Asura invasion during his, during his time as king, as actively as king. So that is Parikshit, and uh, maybe we'll stop there, see the, uh, yeah, the next verse kind of goes in a slightly different direction. So we'll stop there, and we'll see if there are any questions. Uh, thank you uh, for all your comments. There are several devotees from Mexico. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's nice to see everybody here in the list. I don't see any questions yet. There's Priyahita. So, uh, Ashwatthama is immortal. Uh, well, everybody's immortal. Uh, he doesn't, his material body is not immortal, but he's a soul like everybody else. He doesn't stay in this world forever. I mean, that would really be a cruel punishment. So, uh, Graha means planets or constellations. That's a question. Well, let's go to our trusty Sanskrit dictionary. Look up the word graha, which literally means something, a grasping, which is an interesting word. It's cognate with English words like grab and grasp. So graha literally means seizing, laying hold of, holding. And it's a planet as seizing or influencing the destinies of human beings in a supernatural manner. So graha sometimes in certain contexts in Sanskrit, five planets are enumerated, which are Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, and Saturn. So the planets closest to Earth. Uh, so, uh, So it can also, let's see, I'm looking for constellation. Uh, I don't see constellation here. So it does appear just to mean planet, at least in the dictionary. So, um, let's see. Oh, yes, Brahmatirtha. I got that question on astrology. 
So question in Spanish, I'll translate after Parikshit. Uh, after Parikshit, was there a, uh, did the um, Pandava dynasty continue? For some time it did. Janamay Jaya was the son of Parikshit. He had a son. So I think if you look at the 12th canto of the Bhagavatam, we'll probably talk about that. So from France, bonjour. So thank you all very much for listening. And uh, I think I, I got all the, I definitely got all the questions that are there. As soon as I'm about to hang up, someone tells me there's more questions, but those are all the questions that manifested. So thank you all for listening. Hope we'll all be together again next Sunday. All right, Krishna.